hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. It's that show where we talk about last week's pop culture news, and we just got done talking about Atomic Blonde for like four hours, or 20 minutes. <laughs> As always, it's your boy Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet, and I am joined once again by the Atomic and Furious co-host from the North. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Why am I from the North? I mean, I am from the North. That's why. Okay. I didn't want to just end on those first two adjectives. <laughs> it just it seemed like a like a Game of Thrones reference more than like a location reference. That's I was like, I'm oh, making a Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> Alright, well, um, hello all, I'm Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on the Twitters, the Snowclear on the Tumblers, various other things elsewhere. Um and I am feeling better now than I was earlier. How has your day been, Dom? You know, it's been good. It's, it, it's, it was a slow day. Got a lot done at work today. Got a lot done in the video games today. So it's, it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. Nice. And then we chat about a movie with one of my closest friends. So, like, what else could I want out of life, right? There you go. Exactly. And drinking a beer called Sparkles Find Some Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's something, but it is that. I'm I'm drinking a Gatorade because someone told me that that's a good thing to drink after you've had a migraine. <laughs> I'm also drinking some tea, but uh, you want to just just get stuck right into this uh, pop culture stuff? Let's do this. So uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of San Diego Comic Con you know, remnants. Leftover. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o was there undercover, actually, as celebrities sometimes want to do, and yeah, she was there twice in two costumes. Yeah, she um she showed up I guess one day in a pink ranger Power Rangers costume. So I saw that one. Um, which was it was a kind of like, it's one of the things that I both love and am confused about. By, like for her in her case, like obviously like she was trying to be undercover, like she's not gonna spend like buku bucks on, like a really nice Power Rangers costume because then she's gonna get stuck. Like, taking pictures all day right. from people who have no idea who she is, who just like her costume. I mean, that's kind of fun. That's kind of fun to see if that's the reason people like it. Yeah, um, but, like, so she wore, like, a kind of goofy-looking Pink Ranger costume the one day, <laughs> and, like, I don't know who was following her with the camera, but, like, she made this, like, really hilarious video of her, like, dancing through the con. Like, <laughs> she was having such a good time just, like, being at the con. And then the next day, she showed up in a Kylo Ren costume. Okay, I did see that. She just, like, had, like, a black, like, a black jacket and black pants, and she, like, tied on a black bandana and put the voice changer mask on. Why not? (laughs) And, like, was, like, dancing around again and, like, taking pictures with people and, like, getting commissions from people and, like, like, laughing, like, pointing at, like, the, uh, the Maz Kanata figurine and laughing like <laughs> what a troll what a troll move what a what a goof and it's just like it's both the videos together like it's like two minutes total it's so fun to watch you should watch them if you haven't that's awesome listeners should watch them i saw a quick blurb like i think probably a couple days after comic-con there's uh one of the players from the green bay packers also went not mm-hmm. really undercover, but I think as a Green Bay Packer, you could probably run around incognito at a comic book convention. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's not gonna, like there's crossover, but not like. I mean, some people recognized him, but it wasn't like if it would have been Lupita. Um, like yeah, he had it's his not face like... out, and only a few people knew him. 
Also, he was like a he's a lineman, I believe, or a linebacker. So it's not like you could see his face that much anyway. Uh, uh-huh. But he was like a, a Naruto character, and he spent like a lot of money get like getting his makeup done and putting on like the costume, and he had like a blonde wig and stuff like that. So nice. um, he did like, get interviewed well, that's the with thing, ESPN like, actually. Like, um, what's call it? Ezra Miller wore his Full Metal Alchemist costume yeah. to the Justice League thing, <laughs> and like I just wanted to be like, young man, how many millions of dollars are you making? on DC's dime and you couldn't spend 40 bucks on a nice wig like I, I think that's like if you're gonna have your face out he wanted to have like the real a... convention experience bad wig and all <laughs> uh, but it was, it was interesting seeing a cosplay interview on ESPN.com um yeah I bet hey why not you know I like the crossover yeah, yeah. speaking of sports speaking of I was gonna say speaking of esports yeah we're and... right there Overwatch League is still gonna be a thing um They've got the seven teams picked out. I think we talked about this before briefly. Um, it's so interesting that like it's not just like an esports league; it's specifically the Overwatch League. So I mean, yeah, there's so there's a lot of teams all over the world. It's only an hour. It's only a year old game. Yes, but they've been planning this since the since the beta was out. Um, so they they knew they were going to do it. Um, and the mm-hmm. lucky thing about it is, like some of the teams, uh, I forget which ones are just already sports teams. So like. I can't think of a, of an esports team right now, but like Energy or something like that, or Cloud Nine. Um, mm-hmm. There's teams like that that have, you know, they'll have like a Smash Brothers play, couple players. They'll have some like a League of Legends team. So, esports teams have a bunch of different teams on their umbrella to begin with. Uh, but Overwatch, like with Blizzard, they already have like StarCraft Two, so they have a pedigree for esports. But so mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they wanted to do Overwatch specifically rather than like some other kind of league. But hey, I guess when you specialize with a game, you can build a specific audience and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so um, there's good news. They are actually getting, you know, like compensation like in a proper way. So mm-hmm, on the like leagues, a proper li- living wage. Yeah, yeah. So they announced salaries, benefits, free agent signing window, and season one team bonuses and stuff. Um, uh huh. So what is it? So, uh, so teams will sign players to one-year guaranteed contracts with the option to extend the contract for an additional year. I'm reading this from GameCrate.com. Uh, the minimum mm-hmm. salary for players is five uh, fifty thousand U.S. dollars per year. Uh, wow. Teams will provide players with health More insurance, than I make. <laughs> health insurance, uh, and a retirement savings plan. So I guess they're going to four hundred one k to play Overwatch, which is dope. <laughs> And, wonder how uh, long you have to have to stay in the Overwatch League to get vested in your so 401k. I, I don't know how much you you even get if you just leave after a year, but I mean it's I mean the fact that they're even offering it is showing that they plan to keep yeah. this going. And yeah, it shows that they're like they're respecting the yeah they're treating it as something serious, like an actual job. Yes, and teams will distribute at least fifty uh, percent of their team performance bonuses to the players directly, i.e., money from winning playoffs and other league events. So like. The people that are on the team this year are gonna, you know, make at least a decent amount of money. It's uh, literally, literally a job. So, awesome. That's that's good to see esports putting money where their mouth is, as it would be. Yeah. And um, let's uh let's skip this next topic because I think that'll probably be a little bit more discussion. Um, okay. And we'll come back. Uh, but it's about video games, friends. So hold on to your britches. We'll be back. Uh, so regular <laughs> show creator, I want to. So his name is J.G. Quintel. Uh, he has a new show coming out to TBS. I'm not sure when. Shall teaser. It's called Close Enough. Um, and basically, it's another cartoon with the same art style and voices as a regular show with the premise seeming to be, okay, what if it was just actually all people this time and we're following, like, uh, a young couple with a baby and their friends? 
um, mm-hmm. and gave it a TVMA rating, or at least higher than PG. So like TV fourteen maybe PG third or, or MA. So. Yeah. What I mean, what is is it going to be like? Kind of like on par with like a Family Guy Archer level of vulgarity. Kind of rating? Meaning? Yeah. Probably. Pro- okay. Closer to closer to Archer, I'd say. Um, I don't know why I said that. I guess they're the same, but it's going to be like that. So the same sense of humor. Because Archer is better. You're like, well. <laughs> Archer seems to be a little bit classier with like their cussing. And they actually seem to be able to say like, they can say dick and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. There's there's like a joke in the little teaser where some guy tried to get a license plate that said huge dick. And the dude that's like, basically J.G. Quintel slash Mordecai is like, hey man, you know huge has an E on it. He's like, oh damn, I paid for this. And. Then his, like, girlfriend or wife is like, see you later, hug dick. You know, it was just, uh, <laughs> I think somebody says shit or something. So it's, uh, it looks hilarious to me. They didn't seem to, like, rely on any kind of, like, bigoted humor or anything like that. So mm-hmm. not following the family guy route. <laughs> but it just seemed like just, okay. I mean, still being, like, lowbrow kind of stuff. But in that way that regular show already kind of was. But they can drink beer instead of having to drink sodas sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that a lot uh i hope it gets it's pretty much it seems like a sequel without being a sequel nice yes and Sounds very uh, cool. last night rick and morty season three came back Woo! Woo. Um, so what was the uh i mean obviously there's hype because the season came back how was the episode this season, the episode was good uh, i saw it today actually on adultswim.com so watched it legally for free, which is cool. Oh, uh, so nice that Adult Swim is like, hey, we understand not everyone's going to be awake at 11.30 and not everyone has a DVR. Uh, here's our episode, because we understand the, how new media works. Mm. Um, it was it was pretty good. They're kind of dealing with the fallout of um, the first episode, so it wasn't just an April Fool's one again, which I thought it was going to be just that episode again. Um, but they, oh, just, yeah. they just picked up with episode two of season three, and they're dealing that with... That would have been rough. It would have been annoying, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> they probably showed it right beforehand, so if you showed up at 11, you probably got to see that episode. Um, so that's nice. Uh, they're dealing with the fallout of that kind of stuff, so Rick being back and, uh, you know, the divorce with the parents and Summer and Morty are dealing with some stuff, and they kind of do, like, a Mad Max send-up. This is pretty fun. It's a good episode. Nice. And um, But other than that, uh, McDonald's actually decided to get in on the memeing action. They sent a half gallon jug of that Szechuan sauce to Justin Roiland uh, uh-huh. like the, one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty slash voice of Rick and Morty and many other people with like a like in a special like hazard container case thing like something scientific looking with like all these references to the episode and there was like a funny label on it and uh, they posted a Twitter message that you know was basically like to yesterday's date and like a timestamp. so people are like what, what is this and I'm like they're doing something at 9.30. That's, that's what that means. Like, I hope they're giving the, they're announcing the sauce, but they basically did. If this gets enough retweets, we'll give three, ga- like, half gallons out to random customers. And people are like, yo, just bring back the sauce, though. Like, Dude, can you can you imagine how much, like, how much money one of those things is going to go for? I, like, if, so, if the person who gets it decides to sell it instead of keeping it for the meme? I... I don't know what's, like, what's, I mean, obviously the money's worth a lot, but, like, how... It's, like, the street value of a half gallon of, and, like, is it... Do you even... Is it 20, is it, like, 19-year-old Szechuan sauce? I doubt it. 
But knowing how McDonald's guess, food is, it could be without going bad, but like... Because, like, they printed... They definitely printed new labels for it, obviously, because... They would have yellowed by now. It it's, was make... Well, because they had to make Rick and Morty joke on it. Yeah, yeah. That too. But, like, in the picture they posted, it said, this is 75% of our Szechuan sauce in the world. <laughs> I mean, probably. Which, I mean, if which they... Which meant that they had, maybe they had, like, four, ju- four jugs in, like, cold storage. I feel like that's the joke they were making, but, like... I'm going to assume that they didn't have any, and then they made some, so it's still 75% of what they have ever. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds the reason. That, that's what I'm hoping. Um, all the same, if they, gave me, if they gave me 20-year-old sauce, I'm still trying it. I mean, <laughs> if you're the guy who'd say, Morty, I want that Szechuan sauce, Morty, 100 years, you got to eat it. I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> If Justin Roiland's like a germaphobe or something... Sorry, dog. You literally made your bed and have to lie in it because everybody wants you to lie in your bed. Um, but no reference they of the Szechuan sauce. No reference of it in the new episode. So I mean, I don't think it was meant to they be. They memed so hard. I don't think it was meant to be anything more than like a one-off joke. But I mean, that show does both. They do one-offs and they do things that come back to be important later. Like uh, the episode, uh, episode one of season three. Part of the plot is um, Summer being like upset that Rick is gone, so mm. she's and I'm spoiling it because this is literally like a four month old episode. Um, she was like, "I want to get out of here, but like, where's Grandpa Rick's portal gun? You know, like they, like they blew it up on the planet." And Morty's like, "You want to know what's gonna happen if we do this? We're gonna be out there buried, like where me and Rick's old bodies are. Do you want that?" She's like, "Oh, that's right. You and Rick from this universe did die. I.e., his portal gun is still in his grave." Um, so, like, that was something that they set up in, I want to say, like, the third or fourth episode of the show, and they didn't reference mm-hmm. it till like, a whole season later, like, oh, that's right, we still did have those bodies buried back there, that means there's still a portal gun there, which was cool, so, um, yeah, I don't it's have much like else continuity to say. Is, it's like continuity matters. Well, yeah, their continuity is so hardcore, like, at the end of the first season, uh, Rick and Morty accidentally teleported the house into another dimension with, like, the foundation around it. Um, mm-hmm. And then they brought it back, but, like, so, like, the crack, like, where the where the house got teleported, the crack in the driveway is still there to, like, even in this season. Um, nice. And, like, Jerry was even, um, like, weed-whacking the weeds that were growing in that crack, so it's, like, that crack, <laughs> that crack is there, so it's, I mean, it's not a huge thing to do, it's just an extra line, but it is nice to see that continuity between seasons and episodes, so. Okay, so let's talk about discourse, what is this? Um, well, Dream Daddy, the, the Dream Daddy game has finally been released to the public, and it has been altogether well-received from folks, good. um, which seems to be good, um, except it did go from, like, as I wrote in the notes, zero to discourse in record <laughs> time, it went, like, within seven days of this, of this, um, game coming out, they had the official Twitter of the Dream Daddy game had to say, it's not okay to send death threats to our creators. Damn it. <laughs> Which is like... It was a fan artist like, that got, like, discoursed, right? I think so. I mean, part of the, part of the like, the, the, the discourse around it is that the, there are two, I think there are two spoilers for the, for the dating sim, if you're interested, um, listeners. There are two tracks in the game that don't have, like, quote-unquote happy endings. Um, one is the, like, 
Winchester-looking cryptid hunter guy, who like the like vampire-looking dude. Nah, the uh, the the motorcycle-looking dude. Okay. His happy ending, quote unquote, is to realize that he needs to work on himself before he can have a fulfilling relationship. Okay, that's um decent. <laughs> yeah, and the preppy-looking dude is apparently. If you're dating him, he's cheating on his wife with you. Yeah. And so his happy ending is to, like, to say, like, we can't continue this. I need to work on my marriage one way or the other. Okay. So the bad ending is when you're the side piece? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. But either way, like, there's been discourse about that because he's the only character who has, like, actively actively a religion. Yes. Like, he's a Christian who's, like, active in his church and stuff, and so, like... So I have a point about that, actually, as another spoiler. Yeah, so, like, there's, like, the implication that maybe, like, queer Christian men can't have a happy ending, like... Or, like, queer Christian men are all closeted and have to have to cheat on their wives on the DL if they want to have male sex, like... Yeah. Um, and then there's the secret ending. Yes. Or so- not, maybe it's not secret ending, hidden ending... Buried in the code ending. So yeah, is that what the is that what the discourse was about? Because I heard some, I heard some, uh, some 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 good discussion about that. I wouldn't call it capital D discourse because that has a connotation. Um, yeah, I think the 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 discussion and the discourse all kind of centers around. I think his name's Joseph. Maybe. Um, Fake soldier seventy six. Fake soldier 76. So, yeah, so um, from what I heard from this discussion and what I've seen is dating sims kind of always do something like this. Um, so every character has a good and bad ending, and part of the mm-hmm. fun in any game where you can have a good and bad ending is, like, how, like, okay, cool, I got the, like, the S rank, like, best ending, the golden ending, but, like, how bad of an ending can I get? Like, what's, like, how can I not actually break the game, but, like, something that seems like you're breaking the game? Um so I think the game Near Automata like had an ending where you, like you self destruct like in their their reload zone and you get like a game over that's like you're not supposed to do that. So like you're like, what are all the game overs I can get? Mm-hmm. Um but like something common with dating sims, again I'm learning this from other people, is there's always something that's like seriously like fucked up, like not good yeah. at all. Like it's it, like it's... the dramatical murder dating sim, which is a r- wild ride from start to finish. Okay, well anyway. that seems like it's problematic from get go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's problematic from the get go. But like, this is there a... are bad endings that yeah. are extra. Yikes. Yeah. So there's ones that like they can range anywhere from like like terrible sexual assault to like complicitness in that to like you somehow caused a meteor to hit the earth through your actual yeah. action <laughs> and everybody's dead. Um, so, and as with any computer game, especially one that I assume attracts, let's say, fans of Undertale, uh, people want to know everything <laughs> about this game, so they data mine it. Like, they basically just, like, let's go swimming in the code and find what we can find to make sure that we're getting all the endings, which totally goes against the spirit. Um, but, you know, it happens. And they found, like, a hidden ending, which is, would be, like, I guess, like, the, 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 the shit ending with Joseph, um. So apparently it's not really that he's a Christian, I guess. He's, like, a cult leader. Yeah. Um, and his wife and him have something to do with, like, why all, there's so many gay single dads in this town. Yeah, like, why all the spouses of all the dads are dead or gone. And, like, I guess the ending is, like, you help his wife, like, escape. Like, you escape with her or something like that. Like, he's a horrible, evil person. 
which I haven't looked enough into it to see like what exactly is like, like if there's like a queer problematicness to this, or if it's just like oh that guy's terrible, uh, <laughs> which I mean, again it's like so if someone's used to this genre they're gonna be like oh cool I found the garbage ending this is awesome like wow they really outdid themselves, but to like with a game that's so welcoming and new to like newcomers they'd be like why is this so terrible like this is such a gross thing and. I feel like with, as a creature in between a rock and a hard place, like, apparently they went out of their way to make sure, like, hey, these are, like, gay dads, but the joke isn't that they're gay, because that's terrible, but the joke is, like, how do you like puns? Um, and we're so welcoming <laughs> and nice and sweet, but we also love this genre, so we did, like, a garbage thing. So, like, I don't know how you yeah. reconcile that, you know? And, like, also, like, part of the like, thing that confuses me about this, about, about the, like, the drama of this is, like, I guess, like, if they didn't, if they decided against including it in the game, they could have pulled it, like, t- just, like, cut it entirely out of the code instead of just, like, double backslashing it so that it wasn't active, I guess. Yeah, so I don't know how or, like, much... like, accessible. Yeah, I don't know how much data mining they did do, um, because I, I don't know what of it is actually accessible in the sense that, like... I mean, they could have pulled, like, the script out, probably. But, like, with the way the certification works, I don't know if they really could do that other than to, like, add a patch to the game pre-launch to just make it not accessible. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've also seen, like, maybe that was going to be part of, like, a Halloween DLC or something. That, too, was the other option. Which, so, so I don't know. I, I like stuff like that. Someone mentioned that it's the Hot Coffee mod um, of 2017. Do you know about the Hot Coffee mod? I've heard of it, but I don't yeah. remember what it is. So in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, there was like a sex minigame, which with PS2 graphics, no one's really getting hot and bothered from it, but it existed with nudity and that. Mm. Um, but like it was dummied out of the game, so you can't access it through any legitimate means, but it exists within the code of the game. Um, but like they didn't show that to the ESRB because like you can't get to it because it would have given the uh-huh. game an adults-only rating. But hackers found it, and so they had to, like, reissue a bunch of, like, adults-only copies, which means they couldn't sell it at Walmart anymore, because Walmart mm. won't sell that. But it's, like, people have a game, um, and also with PS2, I think it was a lot more, there was a lot more, uh, like, we've already shipped the game out kind of thing, and we can't do much about it. Um, uh-huh. So if someone just made it inaccessible, and then they didn't go back and check, they're like, we gotta set this game out, um... It was already in there, so... With Steam, it's a little bit different, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't I haven't played it. I'm still interested in the game, but I'm probably never going to get to it just because the way that the game cycle works, you know? Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah, I don't even... I would have to probably, like, buy a Steam account... Or not buy a Steam account, but, like, I'd have to create a Steam account just to, to download it, which is, like, with... Uh, with all the other things I have in my life to do is, like, not hard, but a step too far. <laughs> um, you know? Like. <laughs> it's possible. Let's see. Yeah, you'd have to get Steam for now. However, um, it'll eventually probably be out on some of the other sites that are DRM-free, which means you wouldn't have to Steam client. You could just download it directly to your computer. But that's not mm-hmm. at the occasion yet. Um. I'm wondering if that last-minute patch that everyone got pissed off about was actually them dumbing that out of the game. Like, did you know that, like, do you remember them when they delayed the game and everyone got all pissed off? No. So they delayed it, like, the day it was supposed to come out, like, a couple hours before, like, guys, we gotta delay this game. 
so I'm wondering if some last minute test or like some dummying out of that data like caused problems or like they just took it out and it was causing glitches. Like so, I don't know if there's any like reference data in there. I don't know how they coded it. So this uh this not being in the game may have been what caused them problems to have to delay the game about twelve hours. So who knows? Mystery. Interessante. Uh, Edmund McMillan, the guy that made Super Meat Boy and Binding of Isaac. Um, when he released mm-hmm. Binding of Isaac uh, Afterbirth or one of the sequels, he was like, yo, I'm tired of people data mining my games and finding all the secrets. Like, I can't hide any secrets in there that other people are supposed to find organically. So he's like, you mm-hmm. know what? Screw it. I'm just going to leave hints in the game, and you're going to have to do an ARG, like an ultra reality game. And you have to find stuff in real life to get, like, the secret endings of this. Like, the community's going to do this, because screw you guys. Like, you won't just leave the code alone. So people had to, like, find <laughs> stuff in the game that was, like, difficult mechanically to get to. With like there was like under redundant code, and they find hints. Then they have to go do stuff in the real world, like that he left in places, so that people would find it, <laughs> so that like they would do this. And you're like, okay, That's cool. So petty. Then he activated the patch. He's like, okay, now it's in the game. And pe- people were like, <laughs> dude, that was awesome. And I think he accidentally like set a higher precedent for himself. Uh, so he went, he made like a pretty like straightforward platformer, but it was uh, it's interesting to see that kind of stuff. That's delightfully petty. I love it. Yeah, me too. Ready for a break? Cool. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's uh, get some music and uh, enjoy it. We'll be back in about a minute or so. find it and just enjoy it and stuff and we're back with domino yeah so um in deadpool fashion deadpool deadpool um ryan gosling tweeted ryan gosling ryan reynolds what the fuck <laughs> vancini um, reynolds different <laughs> different ryan different uh traditionally attractive ryan character um Ryan Reynolds tweeted a picture of Zazie Beetz, who's playing Domino in the upcoming Deadpool movie, um, laid out on the same, like, bearskin rug in front of a fire, as we have seen Deadpool in previous pictures. Um, I don't know much about Aha, Domino's but, character. But, but is it actually a bearskin rug? Is it? I'd look again. I... Let me, let me look again, because I, uh... Because I thought the same I, thing you thought until I just looked at it. I'm looking again, y'all. Oh, is he, she's laying on top of the Deadpool suit. Maybe even Deadpool. Yeah. It's kind of flat. He looks kind of dead. His head's not flat, so... His he, head's not flat, he's just but dead. that's also, like, a... That, that's also, like, a bearskin rug kind of trope. Yeah, I like that. Is that the head kind of pokes up. That's cool. 
But she's there. So, yes. Domino in. There, Domino in. Um, like I said, don't know much about the character, but she looks good. So. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty much all we could want from a Deadpool movie is all the actors and actresses and actors look amazing. Yes. So. Anything else on that? So, no, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um. I'm sure there's it's I'm sure there has already been and there will continue to be a backlash about casting a black girl, black lady as a traditionally white character, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, ha- so has that been a thing? I mean, I'm assuming I, it's been a thing, but like, yeah, okay. Well, I think probably it's got to have been a thing somewhere because like the kind of people who think they like Deadpool. Okay. Like, imagine, like, your typical person in the world wearing a Deadpool shirt. They're not like, oh, I love him. He's so such nuanced, like, an interesting character who has PTSD and is pansexual. They're like, oh, I love Deadpool. He likes to shoot things with a gun and say funny things. Okay. Like, That's fair. I just, I think the world's just been on fire the last few days, so if there has been a discussion <laughs> about it, like, false. I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I don't know if there's a discussion, if there's been a discussion recently, because this picture only went up today as of recording. And the, but there, I think there was discussion when she was first cast because I remember we talked about it a couple months ago okay. on the same show. Someone, someone says they're upset that they didn't make her white and black like her mutation. Some people are, yeah. I guess there's there's a little bit of people like saying, "Oh man," but the SJWs again. No, I. I, I they, yeah. they don't. They don't seem to be saying, "Oh God, wow, the diversity." They're just like, "Oh, but what about like the domino look?" Like, "Oh man, like," which is yeah, like just like it, like couldn't there have been some white in the costume so she would be like a real domino? Yeah, I think I, I think I, I think they should give her like a white dot on her eye, or something. They could still give us the domino. Yeah, you thing. can't really see. I can't really see her eye. It looks like I can't tell if it's just like highlighter, contour, or like flash. Oh, I see it now. Like, okay, it looks whiter around her eye, but it not. Is, yeah, sorry, I just didn't very. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I I am assuming that they will call attention to this and then make fun of people who were complaining about it because that's the Probably. kind of movie that this seems like it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> so like, cool. <laughs> It'll be funny if Deadpool reads people's tweets. He'd be like, mm, I don't know. Anything they do will be in character, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about good movies or bad movies first? Um. Your choice. Let's talk about the bad movies first. Yo, Emoji Movie came out. <laughs> yeah. It sure did. From what I've heard, it basically lifted the plot of Wreck-It Ralph, but did it worse, and every review, it has like a 0% fresh score. It was like a 3 now, some Maverick gave it a fresh rating. (laughs) And every review I've seen of it is like more existentially distraught. Like almost as if they're taking it as like a challenge to like, how how bad can they make this movie sound? That has a 7% now. Oh wow. Um... Yeah, three fresh John ratings. McCain must have voted yes. <laughs> Just to put this in perspective, uh, Despicable Me has a 61. Um, Where's Batman versus Superman? Oh, I didn't even look that up. Might as well. Mm, Batman V. Let's see. 
He really doesn't want to come up. He really doesn't even want to come up in the Rotten Tomatoes search bar. It's trying to hide. There it is. Let's, let's see what it has on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 27% fresh rating. Ghost in the Shell of the 44. Yeah, so I mean, there's, you know, there's... Yeah, I mean, there's there's better movies. It's, so I think here's the thing really about the Emoji Movie, right? Is that, you know, you can, you can make a bad movie. You know what I mean? You can make a soulless movie to a degree. You know, like, mm-hmm. Movie Bob and all the people pointed out about Pixels, like, there's, like, disdain for the source material in Pixels, right? Like, you could tell mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, Sandler wants to be, like, a, like, I'm a cool guy. Like, I'm not, like, one of these nerds. So he, like, wants to talk bad about nerds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or wants to be that guy. But at least there's an emotion there, you know what I mean? There's at least, like, a, oh, I remember Donkey Kong and liking that. I'm not a dork, though. Like, there's a, there's an emotion there ironically there there's something there ghost in the shell i don't i don't know how actively racist scarlett johansson and the cast are but i like to think that they assume that they're doing something that's not terrible you know what i mean scarlett johansson Uh wanted to make a good movie and probably thought it was a good idea for her to play the major fine despicable me it's a kid's movie annoying mascot it's to make children happy just because like our office ladies and gentlemen like minions that's an accident but there's love and care unfortunate unfortunate accidents yes but there's emotion put in that you know what i mean and even the lego movie was like you guys remember legos look at all the endless possibilities we can make with legos lego batman lego world but the emoji movie is like the most we can make money if we make this yeah and like What's the plot? Like, an emoji doesn't like the emoji that he is, and he feels other emotions. And it's like, you could have done something vaguely interesting with, like, emotions, you know? But Inside Out beat you to the punch. They're like, let's use emojis. That's something millennials and children like. And yeah, it just... and like, apparently, like, all the phones in the, in the movie are, like, Sony phones because it was produced by Sony. Yeah, like, this is, <laughs> like... like, everything about this is just, there's nothing to this. And I, I think that's why there's so much existential dread about it. And it even seems like when you're watching it, like, just from the trailers, it seems like no one cared when they made this. Like, Patrick Stewart. It seems like the, the kind of thing that right? someone would, like, like, some, like, si- like, 55-year-old executive in boardroom did a line of coke off the table and was like, you know it's gonna make so much money. No. Kids love emojis. Let me, like, let me pull you back from that, right? Because I think cocaine fever dreams have gotten us interesting movies before. Because at least <laughs> someone wrote them down and was like, let's refine this when you come down. But I feel like emoji movie is the come down. And they're like, oh, like, crap, we just, instead of coming up with ideas, we just did coke all night and, like, we need to have an idea... In five <laughs> minutes. I don't know. Let's do Inside Out with emojis. And then an Inside Out that, meets like, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And, like, everything about this is just dumb. Like, I've heard synopses of this from people who went to see it, like, drunk or something. And it's like, there's nothing happens, you know what I mean? Why? 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 <laughs> like, I didn't even see this movie and it's sucking the soul out of me, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, like, I feel, like, emotionally distraught thinking about it. Um, but I guess the reviews are at least funny to look at. Uh... <laughs> this film is, <laughs> the film is boldly bad, yes, but also boldly boring. 
says Village Boldly Voice. Boring. No. Disregard that PG rating. Keep your children far away, says Time Out. <laughs> Abandon all hope you who enter here from Empire Magazine. Please never again from Little White Lot. Like, people just... <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's just... It, there, there was nothing... There was no energy put into this beyond, like, we can make money. And Patrick Stewart, even from the trailer, you're like, oh, he sounded like he did a serviceable job for this nonsense, which I feel like Patrick Stewart's like, I'll put my name on shit, but I'm not going to, like, do a bad job at the same time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this? It just kind of hurts me that this movie existed the way it did. No, yeah, I'm right there with you. Well. Let's carry on to something better. Yes, we can do better. How about Wonder Woman? Yeah, so um, Wonder Woman, as people may or may not know, um, was a good movie. Um, I comparatively, between the, uh, if you add the the Emoji Movies tomato rating and Wonder Woman's tomato rating, you're almost at 100%. <laughs> you're 99% because Wonder Woman's still at 92% fresh after several several weeks. Who gave, like... Um, who gave it a rotten review? Probably someone who, like, there was that one review that was, like, super gross that was, like, like, where are the, sh- where are the loving shots of one- of Gal Gadot's body? Oh, and okay. And everyone was like, you're disgusting and I hate you. Look, uh, well, yeah, that, but it, it, but it had a lot of reviews, like, Like, one review couldn't have bumped it down. <laughs> Yeah, probably just, like, the SJWs are ruining superhero films. Actually, you know what? What's what's rotten? Like, like 5 out of 10, actually? I have no idea. Yeah, 5 out of 10. Okay, so that's not calling it bad. That's, okay. That's being a genre Calling snob. it mediocre, yeah, yeah. which, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. But, like, I mean, as superhero movies go, though, like, it was thematically very, and, like, structurally very good. Like, Maybe a little long, but, like, if... Unless you're comparing it to, like, Citizen Kane, like... <laughs> like, obviously, that's gonna be bad. But anyway, speaking of movies that have won Oscars... <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, there it is. Um, apparently, Warner Brothers is gonna be putting some bucks behind a campaign to... To push for Wonder Woman to get some Oscar noms. And not just, like, the typical superhero nods or like any genre movie nods that are like best costume best cinematography best special effects like best picture things that it could like, could get but you know yeah like and like i think i think the the article i read said they're probably going to be pushing for best picture and best director oh, um, okay i think they'll get best they could get best director i don't think they think anyway they're getting best picture with a superhero yeah, movie I'm, I mean, the last, I think, Return to the King won Best Picture, and that's the last time a genre movie won. Which one was that? For a second or that third? That was the third one. Okay. Um, and that, so that was in, when we were in high school, I think. Because the first one came out when we were in sixth grade. Um, Thanks. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that was over a decade ago? So, I mean, like, it's time, and I think that genre movies have, to some extent, gotten more, like, people are more accepting of the fact that they're movies and not just, like, 
popcorn flicks, I guess. Mm, um, and yeah. it, it's still, it's not great still, but I feel like it's kind of better. Um, but the other thing is that the, um, the Academy itself to, uh, pro- I mean, probably to cover his ass if we're being completely honest, <laughs> um, because they're so notoriously white, um, invite, and so notoriously male invited, like, a, like, 700 new members this year who are not exclusively, but majority women and people of color. And so part of the speculation that I was reading about was, like, are they hoping that this new <laughs> influx of, like, more diverse voters is going to have a more diverse view of what makes a good movie? Mm. Maybe. And no, the, maybe, but not necessarily, you know, like... If I was an exec over there, I would be taking the cynical route, like, look, guys, this this, this, this will make the Academy look really good if they pick our film. Shut up, shut up. Yeah, I know it deserves it, but, like, a lot of films deserve it. Like, let's try to get, get in while it's good. <laughs> At least that's what I would do. I'm cynical. I'm a jackass, but, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, like, The Dark Knight got... It didn't win Best Picture, but I think it won Best Director, and only honestly, it, like, not that Heath Ledger wasn't, like, tremendous in the role, but he won that award because he passed away. Oh, probably. Like, there like, was... Look, look, he would it's possible he would have won it anyway, but then as soon as you pass away after a good role, they're like, we're going to give them the award. Which is, that happens. Yeah. But I mean, it also, but, um... like, makes it a lot easier on the voting group, like, whew, a lot of... A lot of good performances this year. (laughs) But only one of them died. Which is, that's how cynical they are, and I have no problem calling it out. Yeah, so, um, I don't know, I mean, I feel like, again, like like you said, I feel like Best Director has a lot of a stronger chance than Best um, best Picture. They could probably get some, but it, so, two things. I'm glad that... Uh, DC is putting money behind it, but I'm sad that, that has any effect on how that's how this works. Yeah, that's what I was like because I was reading this article about it, and apparently, like, two, like, you don't just like say like, here's my film for consideration for the Oscars. You pretty like, much campaign it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you have to like put bucks behind it. Like, this article said it's gonna be like like to campaign for a best picture is like. $10 million, because you have to send all your actors around on, like, press tours, you have to... That's ridiculous. You have to, like, advertise in places that the that the uh, people in the industry will see. That's it. It's so... Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, because, like, then it's... It, it means even if you're... Even if you're diversifying the voting pool, you're still, like an indie movie that I shot in my backyard that's a fantastic movie is not going to ever win Best Picture. Yeah, probably Or even not. be nominated for it. Unless you know like, somebody. Unless you know somebody, or unless I can kickstart $10 million to run a freaking Best Picture campaign. Which, like, like, if you can, like, you're in the wrong business because you should be a marketing director. Yeah, if, if you can, can kickstart that much money. But yeah, like, that... That was probably the most distressing thing about that whole the whole thing is that I'm glad they're doing it, but it's a bummer that they have to invest that much just for the consideration. Yes. Like, shouldn't you just be able to call up the Academy and say, like, I want my movie, I'm submitting my movie in these categories. 
Yep. That's like, kind of the, uh, how is it? Capitalism is a shitty system, but we work within it and we get the benefits we can and make what we can work. It's terrible and we hate it, but we keep working. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, anything else? I feel like there's other huh? stuff. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of links we... here. So, what is it? The uh, HBO responds to the no Confederate trending. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I so um, to that. that's good. Well, it's a shitty response. Um, as oh wait, I think I did. See no that. one is shocked. Um, um so the... last night, um, as of recording, because we record on Mondays, um, last night was a Game of Thrones episode, as the world knows, <laughs> and um, in response to the terrible, terrible idea that Benioff and Weiss had for their next show, their, like, slavery fanfic show. Um, <laughs> really called it slavery fanfic. Like, I think Roxane Gay in the New York Times called it slavery oh, yeah, fanfiction. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I did see this on The Hollywood Reporter. This was, like, give it a chance, like, dog, like... Yeah, like, so... Bro, you gotta blame so, me. If you want me to give it a chance, you gotta come out and tell me that this is, like, taught, like... The only way this works and doesn't get any outrage is if you're like, yo, what if the South kept on having slavery and ultimately it was a bad thing? Like, that's that's the only way you get a chance. And even then people are like, yeah, we know it'd be a bad thing. Fuck out of here. Like, yeah, like the, so some activists whose names I can't remember because I'm, I don't remember things, um, uh, but on it? black Twitter yeah, April, were like, let's April start. Rain. Yeah, yeah, April uh, Rain, okay. So it's, it's uh, it, mm, what is this? this is, so this is the power of, like, uh, social media, really, is because I want to say Black Girl Nerds started this, at least that I could tell, like, doing live tweets with Well, obviously people do live tweets, um, mm-hmm. which her group normally does is, like, a different hashtag. A, a different hashtag to, um, like, to sit on the... The, like, the trend of the other hashtag. Yeah, and also kind of, like, not to work, like, to, I think it also helps that you know the kind of people that'll be on this specific hashtag. You won't get, like, as many racist yeah. trolls, probably. Yeah, like, the, like, the fan bros do, like, a, like, that gods y'all. Yeah, yeah. So for I think, American I think, gods, yeah, like. I think Black Girl Nerd started that. So the, she was like, yo, so here's what we're gonna do. We got Thrones, y'all. Game of Thrones. And no Confederate. Because HBO loves talking about, like, oh, we have all social media reach. Like, yo, when a lot of your hashtags are going to have the same, like, hey, how about you don't have your dumbass show? Y'all got to say something or you're going to act like it would take, I guess, excuse the expression, but it would take a colossal amount of balls to ignore, like, a good majority of, like, your black vote who gets you your hashtags trending. Also saying we don't want to show, like, oh, it's amazing how we have so many tweets. We didn't completely see that. I think it was trending, right? It was number one trend in the U.S. and number two trend worldwide. That's a that's not Which a good is, look for HBO. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so they put together this hashtag campaign to tweet no hashtag no Confederate during the Game of Thrones episode, um, with facts or threads or whatever about why it's a terrible idea. Um, Lots of threads and on that. all of the. All of the industry reporting that I saw in it, even the Hollywood Reporter, which is not like a like a bastion of social justice <laughs> as far as anyone's concerned, but like even they were like kind of like leaning on the side of these guys are making like these people on Twitter are making good points. Um Yeah, I mean it's... Because like like <laughs> freaking like if you visit 
a plantation, like, the, the governor's house. Like, if you visit the governor's house in Louisiana, it's an old plantation, and it's fucking kept up by prisoners. We didn't really give up. We didn't, we didn't hard We never got of rid of slavery. Like, and then as a nation, like, we never said, like, that was a bad thing. Like, we, and not only that, like, it's, it's kept up by prisoners, and the, the good jobs are the ones where you get to work in the house. Yes. The bad jobs are the ones where you work in the yard. Like. Oh, that's nice they don't call it the field. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just slavery again. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, um, someone raised a good point. Um, they're like, yo, you can't compare Man in the High Castle. Like, you can't compare alternate universes where the Nazis won to this. Because um, the Germans said, wow, the Nazis were bad. So, yeah. I mean, that's primarily, the, that's the main issue, is that the, like, Germany's like, yo, dog, that was a bad thing. We shouldn't have did that. We're going to try to pay reparations, knowing that we can never fully apologize for the shit we've done. But, like, but we're, we're going to do, do our best. what we can. And then also, we're going to make also, it, like, you can't go around saying that the Holocaust didn't happen. You can't go around saying it wasn't that bad, like... And you can't have, like, Nazi flag flying in the back of your pickup truck while you drive around and say that it was about your Aryan heritage and not because you hated Jewish people. Like, like yeah. So, like, Germany is pretty much... They've done... They've issued the official statement that not a good time. Um, and I think you can see that, like, in fiction. You pretty much have carte blanche to be like, we need a generic bad guy. We want to be able to shoot people without regard. Well... How about robots? It's not futuristic. What about zombies? Uh, it's not supernatural. What about Nazis? You can shoot as many Nazis as you want in fiction. Like, it's pretty much, as a society, yeah. we've said, and like, that's okay to do because they are they signed up to be evil. Um, and, like, the, the sh- even in shows where you don't have real Nazis, like, Nazis are the shorthand for evil things in other shows. Like, like the, the Daleks yeah, and the are Nazis. <laughs> the hyenas, the hyenas with... in Lion King um, are Nazis. Like... Also, something interesting about that, too, is that um, in the fiction where Nazis win, they tend to take over the whole entire world. So it's like, well, we may have started with, like, a racial issue, but, like, this is has become very much everyone's problem um, in the whole world bands again, which is an interesting point. Versus this show, mm-hmm. it's like, the Confederate, like, it's not even it's like, the It's like the Hunger it. Games, kind of, where it's like, did... Did no one just, like, people just let America keep doing this? Like, From what I understand, like, it's not even that the Confederacy took over the rest of the United States. They just didn't stop having slavery in the South, right? Yeah, they just never unseceded. So that's even more, like, bizarre, first off. So it's just a separate country in the Southern United. So one one would assume that basically the North is going to be like, that's weird that they're doing that down there. And that you basically made a society where it's like, well, well, what if we got to keep our slaves? Y'all can keep doing that. Fine, whatever. Like, that's a very specific... I don't know, man. Like, that's... it. Uh, I don't know. The threat I saw was basically saying, this is... These are two separate evils, slavery and the Holocaust, and you can't really compare them. Um, like, I also, I hate when people do that, because it's kind of like, don't try to pit black people and Jewish people against each other. Like, there's already friction between the communities, and you're really just trying to say, like, Oh, don't look at me! What I'm doing over here? You two should go fight each other. That's really what that comes down to. It's people yeah, are watching up thing. to it pretty quickly. <laughs> the um, 
But yeah, like, that was a thing that even even when I was in the pro-life movement, I hated about the pro-life movement was that they were like, abortion is as bad as the Holocaust. Even more babies die from abortion than it ever died in the Holocaust. It's like, Mm, Can we not compare the two things? Let's not do those two things. Let's not compare those things. Let's not. It's not a good look. But um, but yeah. So they fucking came out with a statement after this number one world, number one U.S. trending, number two worldwide trending trend. People who were like, "We don't want this. Like, we are your audience, and we're saying make something different." And they were like, "Well, we just want you to know that everyone at the table is going to be involved in the writing process, and we don't think that anyone should judge the idea before they see the product." So it's like, so you're going to put money into developing this idea and hiring actors and people are still going to say, we don't want that. Like. And it puts black actors in a bad position too. Because like, yeah, if your agent like, makes that call, like, it's like, well, hmm, what do I do? Do I take the moral choice and not join this piece of shit? Or do, or do I. Do or, I get a paycheck? I, I mean, get, like, but do I even. Do I get a paycheck and eat and prevent myself from getting blackballed by HBO and like probably a lot of Hollywood because of how insular it is. Like, and, like, someone pointed out that, like, even in, like, comparatively to, like, actors in, like, Roots or 12 Years a Slave or something, where they're, like, existing in additional, like, in, in in, like, the trauma of slavery, like, they're acting the trauma of slavery and, like, yeah, but that's like getting in the headspace. But they're portraying the something like, historic. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened, and like speaking truth to the audience, you know, as opposed to just like showing black pain, like what, what, for entertainment value, basically. Like who's like who are we like who's the protagonist here? I think is really what it comes down to, right? So like, yeah, like it, are we like are we following like just some white person who was like, oh, I don't agree with slavery, but I live in it. like that's so super bad. Like the only leg they could have to stand was like well, we're following black people, like, dismantling this, like, well, black people don't want to see this, but, like, well, yeah, like, but, like you'd also, at least like, have that leg to stand on if that was true. Like, it's not a good leg, you'd fall down, but you'd have a point to make that, which, again, stupid-ass point. Like, someone pointed out, too, like, not only is the show in general bad optics, but, like, the idea that 150 years later, black people still haven't figured out how to like do this for themselves and like what's the rest of the world doing about this human atrocity that's going on between united states and mexico like no one gives a shit yeah like what is the rest of the world like does it it's it's implicitly implying that black people under slavery are not smart enough to do anything about it themselves even in a world that's a modern world that has like unless they're like i'd assume if you were still microchipped or something you know i assume you wouldn't be able to really do i'm not gonna I but I mean, like, just, someone like, was pointing out... Get that stuff. But I mean, like, someone on Twitter was pointing out that, like, even historically, like, white people did, like, the law passing and the government stuff that led to the end of slavery, but, like, black people were not sitting around waiting for it to be over. Like, they were taking an active role in escaping and fighting back and, Yeah, I think as time like, went resisting. on, too, it would be even more difficult to, like, maintain slaves in a militarized world. Like, yeah. in a civil, like... Because I'm assuming the North is going to be... Like, are they still in an active state of war against... Like, is it like... Like, Russia and Japan don't have a treaty after World War II, so they're still technically at war with each other? 
like well my, my point is is there a like is there a, is there a trump wall stopping people from like escaping the plantations and going to the north because <laughs> people in the north would be like oh yeah this is 2017 where we're like vegans and stuff we don't dig slavery so we're not going to send you back and also we have guns or are they going to be like the whole north is a bunch of liberal pussies like is that what the plot of this is going to be because i don't get how fucking slavery is going to be going on in 2017 next to the united states if it's anything like what it is now sorry so. yeah also no. you want to know some other dumb shit this has already been done this is this isn't like a new concept like i heard about this in middle school because like edgelord or high school edgelords were like oh you should watch this it's called csa the confederate states of america 20 2004 mockumentary account of an alternate history wherein the confederacy wins the american civil war establishes a new confederate states of america that incorporates the majority of whatever but basically like this isn't even like it's an original idea like this is yeah <laughs> like and done. i octavia butler wrote a book too that's about an alternate like, like an alternate history civil war or like a time travel civil war with a black female protagonist like oh. people, like you can tell these stories if you want to do it with respect and like and apparently the the csa people the csa people are apparently i i read in the article there they declined to comment on the show because they're currently in the midst of filing a lawsuit (laughs) yeah because i think they actually were like from what i can tell it wasn't like oh this is a good thing it's kind of like uh how stupid would this be because rosa parks was identified as a canadian terrorist like, yeah, like, indie mockumentary is very different from, like, also, yes. a Game of Thrones-esque. <laughs> yeah, because, like, if some dudes from, sweeping like, my, drama. If, like, if some dudes from my high school tried to make this, I'd be like, okay, whatever, like, y'all did it, like, you're fine. That doesn't affect anything, but. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Good lord. Well, that's everything, right? I think that's everything. Yeah. Got a little fired up there, but, you know, it is what it Slow. is. It is what it is. Uh... <laughs> Something worth being fired up about. It's just, it's just dumb stuff. Like, uh, uh, like, I just think marginalized people, whether it's you're in a, at an intersexual, uh, intersectional, Freudian, intersectional crossroads, or just like one part of marginalization. I think everyone's just tired of like, just dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, cause it, like, I, you kind of want them to just come on and say. You want them to say something, like, outright, outright, like, you know what? It's been a rough year for white men. They just need it. They just need a victory. Like, you want them to say something that's, like, that tone deaf, where, like, okay, you guys are racist. Uh-huh. Like, you want them to say something like that. Not this, oh, we think it'll be interesting. We think it'll, like, be a decent portrayal. We think it'll like, challenge the thoughts of, like... like are you... Like, are you stupid or, like... Like, also, like, has there, there, like, there's, like, one black character in all of Game of Thrones... And that's a fantasy world where, like, there are dragons. So, like, including characters of color should not have, like, like, as things that exist in the real world should not have been as much of a stretch, you know? It's not like they didn't, like, yeah, things in the, like, also, yeah, that's also, like, a a, a clutch. Like, oh, well, real life would have been, like, oh, real life, black people existed there, Asian people existed there. You know, like, it's, it... Like, you could have cast literally anyone in the world. Yeah. Um... You know, I, I don't know how much George R. R. Martin said people had, like, milky white skin or something like that. So if, if that's the case, cool, fine. Like, if you want to, like, stay close like to the social Like, Asian. Truth, you could do that, too. Uh, like. 
Also, like, I saw, I saw somebody post this, and I, like, I, I hate, like, the, this might just be me, um, but I hate, like, the whole, like, fake, woke, black person who's like, oh, why y'all always want scraps from white people? Like, why y'all want to be in stuff that's not even for us? And just to that, I wanted to say, it's not about asking for a handout or needed to be accepted by white people necessarily. But there's like a people write what they know and what they see is acceptable. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, when it's in a non-stereotypical way. So like when you have a, a movie or a show with like a gay friend who's not like you know like a flaming stereotype, you're like that person just sees gay people as normal. They're not like that's one less person that's openly hostile, right? So mm-hmm. when you see somebody make Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or like any fictional thing where people of color or queer folk or even this is the world in which we want to depict you know what i mean um so like if you make a movie like obviously there's exceptions you know you make a movie about the inside of like a football locker room you know what i mean there's probably not gonna be a whole lot of women in that movie like okay fine you make a movie about a predominantly female space there's not gonna be a lot of men uh you make a movie like like girls trip that just came out it's like or like a black cookout movie there's probably not going to be too many white people, you know what I mean? Or, or even, like, a, if it's based on mm-hmm. reality to some degree, like, I get that, you know? Like, oh, we made a movie in Montana about, like, the Smith family. Yeah, there wouldn't probably be any black people in that movie. That doesn't feel like an affront to me. They just wouldn't be there. But when you're like, but we have dragons, we have yeah. fire spells, we have a magic ring that turns you invisible. It's like, well, why don't you have brown people? And there's only, like, two women that can fight, like... Why Why is it that you took certain yeah. cues from reality and changed other stuff? It's like, because that's the reality you want to paint. Yeah, that's and why also, like, people that... want to be in, like, fantasy movies. Like, not because I give a shit. Like, I, I don't care about the Lord of the Rings, but, like, not seeing black people in the Lord of the Rings means that's what that director and writer wanted to push as normal. Yeah, and, like, whether subconsciously or consciously, like, that's... Like, when you hear people talk about, like, oh, it wouldn't be historically accurate for there to be black people, or, like, it, it's historically accurate that women are treated like shit. But why like, is that your accuracy, if, if that's... No. First yeah. of all, no. Like, like there were women with power in the past, and there were people of color who had and were real. high ranks in the past. <laughs> like, and were real. And, like, so, like, the... I saw, like, a really interesting point on Twitter. It was, like, the claim of historical accuracy is accuracy. not based on... It's not on accuracy. It's based on maintaining the lily-white trope yeah, that's really of what it comes medieval down fantasy. It's, like, when people are saying, like, oh, well, there weren't black people in, like, in medieval France or something, they're talking about Game of Thrones. Right. They're not that's, talking that's about comes medieval down to France. And, and that comes down to it. Like, you know, like, think about a show like Futurama, right? It's set in New New York, which is essentially New York, but newer. Um, and, you know, the main cast is, I, I guess, kind of white. Um, there's more white characters than any given race, but there's other people there. But you ask people, like, what's the weird things about the Planet mm-hmm. Express crew, right? And you're like, well, it's kind of odd that Leo yeah. only has one eye, but it's really mostly just odd that they're so mean to Zoidberg. Um and in the context of that, it's not odd that they have a Chinese girl working there. It's not odd that they have a Jamaican accountant. It's not odd that they have 
technically a Mexican robot. Um, he's technically Mexican, but he just not culturally. But it's it's it's, yeah. it's not odd that they have aliens. Like so, when you have being black or being a robot or being a woman or being Chinese or being an alien, like as those are all considered normal for that universe. You know what I mean? So if they're like, oh my god, there's an Asian person here. That's so weird. Like, but you have robots and and fish aliens. Like, so why? So when you have like fire, breathing dragons, and rings and all that, and that's considered normal, but you make being black like, and you're like, well, there weren't any black people there. Like, so that's not normal in this universe. AKA that couldn't even be normal in this thing that I made up, and that's why black people want to like be included yeah. in things. It's more of like, what are you saying to society? Um, that's all it is. That's all it is. It's exactly. You know. Mm. That's why we call Piccolo Black, you know, just. <laughs> that's, that's the joke, but there, there's more truth to that than I care to get into in a 90 minute podcast. So uh, let's uh, let's jump into some music and come back with uh, some stuff we got let's and jump. some uh, movie chat. Peace. break um dom has injured himself in the meantime but there was some good music on your ends um yes besides hurting yourself dom what have you gotten in or done this week well i got some beers per the every other weekend usual i suppose you would call it and uh i saw atomic blonde i think so uh i like to go into the craft section i got like i said i'm drinking a beer called sparkles find some trouble uh some is in parentheses so i don't know about how much trouble sparkle is finding <laughs> but the uh the label has like a, a little it's all hand drawn um nice. has like a little cat and it's looking towards a, a little can of tuna that's underneath like a stick and box trap um oh, cute. and it's a little mouse in a hole holding the stick so i guess the mouse is going to catch the cat but it's really adorable and that's the only reason i bought, bought it <laughs> um but it's like brewed with hibiscus flowers it tastes really weird but it's it's fun Interesting. I would have it again, but like it's a uh, <laughs> six out of ten would drink again. It's a cute kitty though, so and there's some sparkles on the label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I saw Atomic Blonde. How about you? What you do and see? Um, I did also see Atomic Blonde. Um, that was like because I moved this weekend from Manhattan to Brooklyn, so I'm now a Brooklynite. That's my applause. Um, mostly unpacked, but we, me and my roommate took a break in the middle of the day on Saturday to go see Atomic Blonde because we are, um, very close to the Alamo Draft House in New York now. Five stops on a weekend because of the MTA. It's usually only two stops or two or three stops, but, Was it um, junk? The MTA? MTA. Not the movie. The movie was good. Was the MTA junk <laughs> the MTA, I mean, the MTA is always junk, but the train that goes by my house doesn't... <laughs> oh, one of them doesn't run on weekends right now because of construction, so the other one is making local stops mm. to make up for it. Um, 
okay. So, but the movie was really good. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, it, to some extent, was one of those movies that, like, is enjoyable and progressive in certain ways, but it's probably better if you turn your brain off and just let it wash over you. Like, I had very similar feeling to, like, yeah, the way I felt when yeah. I saw Skyfall. I was like, oh, well, they did some progressive things for a Bond movie, but... <laughs> I went in there completely blind. That's uh, about a month ago. My girlfriend's like, we're seeing Atomic Blonde, and I said, cool. <laughs> and then I saw a trailer. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see that. <laughs> um, but I didn't know anything about him. Like, it's just so... Charlize Theron beats up a couple people. I'll go see that. Um, it was fun. Fun aesthetic. It, like you said, some progressive things, some not progressive things. Uh, you know, you can do really good for yourself, even if you used to be a mind-controlling mutant. You can grow some hair and become a spy. Uh, McAvoy was in there. But, you know, good cast. Very attractive yeah, cast as a whole. Um, and Johnny Goodman was in there. Johnny oh, Goods. girl whose name I you think know. is... Sophia something? Can't remember her name. Yeah, I looked her up. Um, today. I wanted to say Sophie Kinsella, who is a chiclet novelist, so that's not right. Um <laughs> But uh, she was in right. Kingsman as the uh Batella, Sophia Butella. Um she was in it as a French spy as well, so Did she die? Or in no, she was she di- I don't remember if she died in Kingsman or not, but she was a bad guy in Kingsman. She- the reason I'm asking is she, I wasn't sure she was going to be in Kingsman 2. I can't, I can't remember. It doesn't seem to sit on, like, the Google search. Um, but she was... Like, everybody looks so happy on their, like, cast list, but, like, James McAvoy looks confused that he's a movie <laughs> star. He's <laughs> like, I was just trying to be Mr. Thomas. I don't know what happened. Sophia Patel was in it. She was also... Uh, I was thinking she was also the mummy in the... Mummy? Terrible, most recent mummy adaptation, so... Yeah. Well, but, she's going to be in uh, yeah. Fahrenheit 451. Oh, boy. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of French stuff. So, I mean, obviously, and a bunch of hip-hop music videos. Nice. Well, she was in a Chris Brown video before he was a yeah. piece of shit. Well, before we knew he was a piece of shit. Before we knew he was a piece of shit. He may have not been a piece of shit at that point. Uh, yeah, it was 2007. Was. And uh Rihanna video. No, that was a long time ago. Like, that was 10 years ago, Dom. Yeah, like I said, we didn't know he was a piece of shit yet. Like, we had, like, at least, like, a summer to find that out. Uh, yeah, a bunch of music videos, so that's cool. So she's very cool. Very cool person. Very cool movie. Colorful. Great soundtrack. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The soundtrack was fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah, based on an Oni Press comic. Did not know that going in. Yeah, I might have to pick that up. Yeah, it was called, uh, I want to say The Coldest City. Is that it? Uh, well, I mean, when I search the coldest city, Atomic Blonde comes up. So yeah, that'll be <laughs> uh, it's it's through Oni Press, uh, very very good publisher. They make such great things as the Scott Pilgrim franchise and Space Battle Lunchtime. So highly recommend stuff they make. Their aesthetic is one hundred percent my shit. <laughs> as is Boom Comics. So okay. Um, but I think that's, uh, anything else you get? Um, well, I got a ticket to see Indecent, um, which is closing this week, sadly. But it is a straight play about... Are you seeing a straight play? Well, it's, it's a straight play about lesbians. Um. Ah! 
like, a straight play as opposed to a musical. Like, they're not musical numbers, but it's about a... It's a play about a play. A play about the writing and production of what a show that was closed down in, like, the 20s, I think. Um, it was called... The play the original play was called God of Vengeance, and it was about lesbians. But it was the 20s, and when it opened on Broadway, it was shut down by, like, censors, like, the same day. I feel like I heard about this, yeah. So, um... So, yeah. My mom was... My mom was coming later in the month, and she was like, Hey, do you want to see a show? And I was like, Sure, what about this one? And she looked at the website, and she was like, Oh, well, it's closing this week, so... Would you like a ticket? <laughs> so, going alone, but works. Hey, you know, that's fine. There's something to that. It's like going to a movie by yourself. It's not like you're talking to the person you're with during the movie. I mean, that's why I don't like going to movies. I like to talk. If you you may have noticed, I, don't, I may or may not. Have I don't know if the listeners it. know. They probably noticed too. Um, right. and I feel bad. Well, yeah, never mind. I was gonna say we didn't have any Overwatch news, but we did, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> we had some Splatoon news. No, we didn't. No. Splatfest coming up. Yeah, May they're they're ketchup. really, really banking it in Marina's favor. Even apparently not. Did they switch it around? Nope. Apparently a lot of people like mayonnaise. Really? Yes. Well, I guess internationally that makes sense. I get I get Oh, yeah. You're, oh, you know what? I, I, you know, I just realized a lot of people aren't from Pittsburgh, so may eat hot, may not eat Heinz every time. I mean, a lot of people do, but some people might be only eating Hunts, which... And they would be, like... Definitely tilts the scales. Making a terrible decision at that point. They might not yeah. know. They might not be but making also, a decision. Like, in, like, France, it, like, you dip your french fries in mayonnaise sometimes. Yeah, I think mayonnaise probably has and more... And, like, Japan puts mayonnaise on everything. I mean, here's the thing, right? Okay. Um, personally, I think... I don't think ketchup is very good. Like, I, I don't think ketchup or mayonnaise is good. Ketchup. Like, I don't actually like either one of them, but I'll eat both of them. Like, on like a, like a, a McChicken or something, like garbage mayonnaise eat it all day long <laughs> no problem like i'll not i won't dip anything and i won't put it on a sandwich but if it's there i'm like fine cool ketchup huh. same way my my double hamburgers i'll dip a fry in ketchup if there's no honey mustard like but like i'm not putting on a hot dog so it's like mm, do i want like the the do i want the muddy sludge or the 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 watery sludge um so i'm glad the splat fest is not that ketchup is good or mayo is good but mayo is better than ketchup or ketchup is better than mayo um so yeah, I'm on the ketchup marina side because I'm a decent human being. <laughs> also, apparently ketchup is actually just jam, according to Pearl. And she made a compelling argument. It's just fruit and I sugar. Her, <laughs> if, if tomato is a fruit or a berry, and ketchup is tomato and sugar. Yeah, so it's it's jam, right? Yeah. Yuck. Basically. Hey, I get most of my uh, my vegetable content from ketchup, so... You don't, though. <laughs> what do you mean? There ain't no vegetables in ketchup. Well, whatever. The Heinz label would have me believe. There's a pickle on it, but there's no pickles in ketchup, is there? <laughs> don't be an asshole. I'm talking about tomatoes. Tomatoes are a fruit. Oh, you're an asshole. But I'm not, but it's... But a, they, they are a fruit. A pedant. They are a fruit. I mean... But, like... That's... But, that's... Would you put a tomato in a pie? No. Would you eat a pie with a tomato in it? No. It's like, you know, they say about D and D, like, 
intelligence is knowing that, tomato, that a tomato is a fruit, and wisdom is not putting it like In a fruit not putting salad. ice cream on it. Yeah, that's true. But I but I think people very successfully put apples and oranges into a salad as well, knowing full gosh darn well that they're fruits. So it's like, mm. I think it's I think going. I mean, you put you make like raspberry vinaigrette and stuff like you. I feel like the fruit to salad, the fruit to vegetable crossover is less contentious than the vegetable to fruit crossover. Yeah. That's like why, like with like the naked smoothies and stuff, like they have to put like a ton of fruit in there to mask up the fact that they put like a beet or like Ugh. some kale. You know what's weird is that people will put salt on like watermelon and tomatoes and eat them that way, mm-hmm. like and apples. Yeah, I, 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 it seems weird. Like tomatoes can't do fruit things, and I wonder why that is. I don't know. They're they're a junk fruit. They are a horrible fruit, but they are a pretty <laughs> alright vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> like when you put a, I feel like when you put a fruit into a vegetable thing, you're accenting it. Like you're bringing forward the fruit as like a, like hey, and also we did this. Whereas when you're putting a vegetable into a fruit thing, you're trying to hide it as much as possible. I wonder why that is. I like I wonder why the fr- the the savoriness works that way. I don't know. You wanna, do you wanna wrap this up and give us some social media business? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, We're I'm running so, up on two hours here. Well, remember, we took a middle break and we also had a very good introduction, so the, this actually isn't as long as it looks. Um, that's what she said. Uh, so say you wanna find <laughs> us on the internet, there's a lot of ways you can do that. You can find me and my terrible jokes. I, I don't make that's what she said jokes on the internet because it's gauche. You can find me anywhere at Brother Dom. Uh, that's Twitter. Instagram, Tumblr, all the good places. You can find Steph on Twitter at Captain Steph or on Tumblr Ooh. at the Snow Queer or hell, even on Instagram at Hella Steph. That's that, that's 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 good to find. You can find this podcast on Facebook, just search character reveal, you'll see the logo. Give us a like, it'll be great, you'll love it. You can find us on Twitter at Character Rev, so that's two R's in the middle, or on Instagram at Character Reveal, or on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher character revealed on simplecast.fm you know all the good places just 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 find us um you can find us writing at lady geek girl and friends it's an intersectional feminist blog at ladygeekgirl.wordpress.com and that feels like everything you find us on patreon characterville or patreon.com slash character reveal i think that's everything sounds right sounds good to me well i mean it's all in the show notes anyway if i forgot something also go support the artists uh Thanks for the support, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode. And uh, anything else? Did you hit our Instagram? Yeah. Character reveal. Okay, good. Cool. Excellent. Great. Love it. And until next time, see you later. Bye.